0: How many times have you got out of a meeting or a phone call, particularly, and kicked yourself for not asking? This is the playbook. Today I want to talk about something that's so uh, brought up a lot to me, which is you know, networking. Uh, and you hear all kinds of sayings like, my network is my net worth." And what I find is a lot of people know how to network, but they're surface players. and, you know, I spent years networking and then living in a, uh, resentment and offense to my friends, families and associates that I network with and I helped out, uh, especially as a mentor. There were so many times I'm like, man, you know, I helped you and you got a one hundred million dollar company. And well, the reason is, is I didn't have a process to find out and memorialize and monetize my ability to be of service or value to all of you and to be of service or value to me. So many times I'd help someone and I didn't ask for anything. And then they would be extremely successful and I'd take credit for it and I'd be resentful and offended by the fact, why didn't they give me some stock? Why didn't they give me some, a refinder's fee or a referral agreement? Why didn't they do any of this stuff? Well, the truth is I didn't have a mechanism I didn't ask. And so I created a process of memorialization and monetization that fits into the digital world that we work into. And I utilize it for everyone and anyone that I can in order to effectuate the expansion of my ability to be of service and value to others, but also for them to be of service and value to me. And now the first step of the process of creating a memorialization of monetization now remember this is a non-binding document it's not a legal document although some people like to sign it it's not a matter of trust it's a matter of memory recollection in order to facilitate the memorialization and monetization of how we could be of service or value to each other. Remember, we don't live in a a, a, a zero sum game world where it's quid pro quo, I'll do this if you do this, I'll trade or negotiate. No, simply the more I can do for you, the more I'm adding on to the universe and the more you could do for me, the more you're adding on. When we add on, we add value. When we add value, we appreciate appreciations gratitude, we're able to find the light, the love, and the lessons in everything that we do. So in order to figure out how to memorialize and monetize, what we need to do is understand by being more interested and interesting of how we can be of service or value. And the first step to that is the key component of asking open ended questions, being curious. Right. And how do we do this? You can approach anyone in person on the phone via email, traditional media, social media, and ask them open ended questions in order to figure out how you could be of service or value. It could be to find a babysitter, it could be they need a car washing company, it could be the good dentist, it could be a hundred million dollar commercial real estate deal. Whatever it may be, you only can find out by being more interested than interesting and asking open ended questions in order to learn. Now, the other aspect of asking open-ended questions that allows you to be most efficient and effective and statistically successful in this memorialization and monetization process which i call the overlap agreement which by the way i will provide you a template of the overlap agreement uh, to everybody here so remember to put in your q a remember to check out you know my bio my emails in there david at i'm sure the bakester will uh Uh, Let you know that anyway, we need to qualify people using open-ended questions as well, because 80% of our time spent with people with closed minds, and it takes a thousand times the energy, time, emotion, value, and money in order to re-engineer a closed mind to an open mind. Uh, And it could be a temporary state of mind, or it could be a permanent one. So don't just fail on asking again to a closed mind but don't try to beat your head against a brick wall either. We ask open-ended questions, and from the first open-ended questions, we can determine if someone has an open mind or a closed mind. So if I ask somebody an open-ended question, a simple one like, how are you today? Or where are you from? Uh, And they tell me to F off, I know they have a closed mind and I'm gonna move in a different direction. Thank them and also hope that they protect me from all the other people that they surround themselves with closed minds. Because open minds attract more open minds with open hearts and open hands. Open hearts and open hands provide an abundance of value, which we need to memorialize and monetize. And so through utilizing open-ended questions and learning about someone, we can learn, hey, oh, can I uh, introduce you to a dentist? Oh, would it be of service if I did this? Would it help you if I did this? These are closed-ended questions that have a yes or no answer tied to them. And the more data that we get, the more we can memorialize and monetize. And Using this, we, we just can't come up and say, oh, let's have a referral agreement, a finder's fee agreement, or whatever else in the aspect of getting these. We need to qualify an open mind first and then learn enough about it to see where we most can provide service or value. And now, a lot of people do this without memorializing it. Now, I just use a templated memorialization, it's an unbinding agreement that just allows me to file it away. But it's searchable because it's a digital document so that when uh, somebody asks me, oh, uh, you know, do you know a good dentist? All I do is type in dentist and all my overlap agreements for the dentist in all the different areas uh, of Orange County, L.A. and San Diego, mo- mo- most of the time uh, come up and then I go ahead and refer that business. I also then email the person, the dentist and say, hey, I have this person giving you a call, please treat them like family, and I also attach the memorialization of, don't forget, you uh, You know, whether it's a hundred dollar gift card, a credit to their dentistry, if I go to that dentist, or some other uh, type of uh, value that we discussed and memorialized in the document, not because we don't trust each other, because there's no way with the thousands of different uh, overlap agreements that I've created over these years now that I'd remember who they ex- actually were, what I promised or what they promised me. Uh, and it does aggregate to a point where this has become a seven figure business for me by simply helping people and bringing business to them an eight figure business for me, for people bringing business to me. And if I'm making eight figures from people bringing business to me, And most of the time I'm paying 10 to 20% for people bringing that business to me. That's quite a amount of flow that I'm creating quite an amount of abundant appreciation that I'm giving to others as well. It's an incredible aspect. If you create the system and you are disciplined in utilizing coherence, remembering and doing this system allows you to remember who and what you promised and actually do that and create value in everything. I can't tell you how many times that I've helped somebody. I'm thinking about one of the kids that I I mentored now has uh, over 200 uh, franchises sold. And, you know, I made introductions uh, for him uh, to, you know, some extraordinary people and spent millions of dollars. Drew Brees is invited in and, you know, all all these great people, Dan Fleischman. And, you know, I spent a little bit of time in resentment and offense going, hey, you know, I've done all of this stuff over all these years for this kid, and I got nada, bookas, nothing. And then I started to go into blame, shame and justification. And instead, I took accountability after utilizing my stop, drop and roll mechanism of breathing and going back to center and neutral and finding that gratitude and forgiveness and accountability and saying, hey man, you didn't ask, you didn't use your system because he was so close to you. You were feeling awkward to ask him for something because you felt somehow that you were obligated or responsible for doing things for free when you were actually hurting or harming the flow of the universe by not asking to receive a portion or a part or a parcel or something and also asking for help yourself and providing the same thing back to that person. I can't tell you how much time, emotion, value, and money I've wasted over the years before I started utilizing this overlap agreement and process of asking people open-ended questions and then closed-ended questions. Would it help you if I did this? Or could I introduce you to this person? Or whatever it may be. And then I ask for the memorialization. The hardest part of this process is not asking, would it help you if I recommended a thing? It's asking to memorialize it because people immediately think it's a matter of trust or it's a binding agreement. If you could articulate correctly that this is a memorialization, that this is just a process so that you remember to bring them more business, they're gonna be excited to sign a document or at least to have a document in their files and you'd have in yours. And it also enables you to open up the opportunity to explain what? Do you know anyone that could help me? Do you know anyone that could help me? I'll tell you an interesting scenario. Um, I was born with four uh, baby teeth. Well, I I was born with all my baby teeth. I'm sorry, my of my baby teeth never left me. Uh, So I got ripped off by the tooth fairy. In fact, I got a really funny story about one of them came out during covid. And, you know, I asked my wife what she would give me for that one tooth for covid. When she told me, I said, oh, my God, if I would have known I could get this for my for my teeth. When they fell out, I would have saved them all till I was 53. Uh, But more importantly, I had to go to get this, you know, fake tooth put in or whatever they call it. And I sat down with my dentist and I realized I had never asked him if he needed a business. I never asked him what I could do for him. Meanwhile, I see him twice a year and I see him at the gym as well, especially before COVID. And, you know, that one simple conversation of like, hey, how's business doing? Oh, doing really well, but we're expanding. You know, I got this new office and three new, uh, you know, dentists that are working for me. You know, and I'm like, oh wow. I said, would it help you if I brought some new clients? You know, I know a lot of families here in the area, and oh, that'd be wonderful. I said, oh, that's awesome. I said, hey, if I bring you clients, would you give me a hundred dollar credit for each client towards my teeth, my tooth work or my kids' teeth work because I have four kids or my wife? He's like, oh no, I give you two hundred. I was like, oh, awesome. I said, hey, I created an overlap agreement, which memorializes this. Um, but I also have another question before, if it's okay, I email that when I get home, is do you know one that could help me? You know, I, the stages are opening up in person and I'm booking out 2022. You know, do you know anyone that could help me? I'm looking for some big stages and I pay 20% commission for anyone you refer to me. And I said, it's, you know, quite a bit of money. I'm blessed to actually make good money for stepping on stages. He said, well, actually, I'm on the board of the American Dental Association, head of the Southern California, blah, blah, blah. And we're going to have our first live convention and we're looking for an inspirational speaker. It was amazing. I probably have made more money by going to the dentist than anyone you've ever met. And he has made more money off of me than any one of his patients, because we're utilizing a memorialization and a monetization method called an overlap agreement. And I've been practicing over the years, articulating the quantitative value of this memorialization to exceed what I'm asking for. Getting over the uncomfortable feeling that I'm asking for something in return, understanding that I don't live in that zero, sub- game of negotiation of quid pro quo of giving to get or even a quid pro quo of the more i give the more i receive and i'll just trust the universe i do trust the universe i know i live between limitlessness and affinity but i want to guide it through action by asking the initial thing to do is ask open-ended questions to qualify an open mind and to do that by the way it goes far beyond just hey how are you or whatever you can get very creative as you practice initiating contact with people in person on the phone via email and media, traditional social media. I check my sent box every day to see how many asks I have to make sure that I'm asking something in every email that I've sent during the day. I look at text messages. I remind myself on a phone conversation. How many times have you got out of a meeting or a phone call particularly and kicked yourself for not asking? Think about the quantitative value in the repetitive nature of how many times that's happened, how much monetization value you've lost, and how much resentment or offense that you've created another interference between you and more of the monetization and the monetization that you request or that you desire. By utilizing and getting better at these things and practicing you know, this and I, I do all kinds of funny things because the idea of an open question is to determine whether someone has an open mind, open heart and open hands, uh, but you don't have to necessarily just, you know, smile and ask, how are you? You know, there's fun things that you can do. I'm always looking for, you know, points of conversation to determine if someone has an open mind. So, for example, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of the Dallas Cowboys. I'm not the biggest fan as, as a fan. I, I love Jerry Jones in the organization, but as a team, You know, I'm not a big fan of the Cowboys or the Dodgers. So if I see anyone with a sports team uh, on the T-shirt, a hat, no matter what sport it is, one of the mechanisms that I use, I always say, hey, did you get that on sale? And ninety some percent of the people laugh and we create an open ended, an open minded conversation and I end up with some sort of overlap agreement with them. I am creating a sales force the size that you've never seen through these overlap agreements and my ability to figure out if someone has an open mind or not. See, when I figure out if someone has an open mind, I then can determine one of two things. Are you a sponsor? Meaning, can we have an overlap agreement that you'll make introductions to people that you know? Or are you a power sponsor that you yourself can help me And, you know, other people that can help me still memorialize in an overlap agreement, still giving me an opportunity to figure out how I can help you as well and monetize that in my favor or value as well. But it doesn't happen unless you understand qualifying people with open minds, open hearts and open hands who also have attracted open minds, open hearts and open hands. And you have to be able to handle the closed minded people that are going to tell you to F off. I tell my wife all the time when people attack me on social media or some other place that, first of all, 10% of the people will always hate me 10%, no matter what I say, will always love me. And I'm most interested in the 80% so that they hear what I say and it resonates with them that I can provide quantitative value to be of service or value to them to help them make money, help them help people and help them have fun. And that's exactly what this overlap agreement overlap process allows you to do. But most people are afraid of the people, the 10% that automatically, no matter what you say, are not going to be responsive. Those people are protecting and promoting you Because the people that love you and the people that hear what you say will come to your defense naturally, energetically. And the people that are in the 10% that will never like you that have a closed mind, you're protected from, because they're going to agree with the person that says, oh yeah, that Dave Melcher's an asshole. He's full of shit. Blah blah, 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 blah. They're right. I cannot change the meaning that they've given. I can't change their perception, nor do I try. It would take a thousand times the energy, emotion, value and money to re-engineer someone that doesn't like me for who I am than somebody that does, or someone that has an open mind and is willing to learn and to be of service and value, not only to me, but to themselves. It's so important that we get into the flow and that we get comfortable being uncomfortable to take the rejection of someone telling us to F off when we ask them a question, an open ended question or make a comment that has a purpose of articulating or uh, conversing in the open minded atmosphere. You know, for me, a lot of you know, people have the sports side of it or they have certain brands or, you know, I love it. You know, it's really easy uh, with most women and I hate to generalize, but shoes and purses, man. You, you want to find out if a woman has an open mind, just tell her, I love that bag. And if she talks for the next 10 minutes about her Birkin bag or, you know, or Gucci bag or whatever bag, you know, you got an open mind. And if she gives you a bad look, like, you know, don't talk to me, don't take offense, no need to be offended. Just say thank you and realize she'll protect you. Same thing with shoes. But find what's good for you, right? Find your passion, your knowledge, and the most important thing is to be more interested, in the, more interested than interesting, and find those open mind, open hearts, and open hands. Utilize the overlap agreement. One of the difficult transitions in using it beyond understanding a memorialization compared to trust, meaning a memory document instead of a trust document, uh, is you know the system one to access it, and I just have a folder in Outlook that I place all of these documents and it's searchable. And I just search to make sure that the topic in each of those documents is dentist, lawyer, financial planner, uh, painter, carpet guy, whatever it may be, so that I can quickly find as I keep extending in person on the phone via email, media, social media and traditional media, more people that I can be of service or value to and monetized by my performance in a very low expectation relationship that's devoid of resentment and offense. And more importantly, learning to transition from how can I be of service or value? Or would it help you if I did this? Or would you like me to introduce you to this person? I'd like to memorialize that. Would it be fair if you gave me 10% from any revenue that was derived from this situation, or would it be fair that you gave me a McDonald's gift card or whatever else it is that you may want to ask for, but you're not going to get unless you ask. But the hardest transition is the one that everyone has is receiving. And is, do you know anyone that can help me? It's a simple question that deciphers a sponsor from a power sponsor. It also can have a re-engineered, open-minded, Temperature gauge in order to facilitate how open minded is this person as a sponsor or power sponsor in order to effectuate it. And you need to know your timing and risk tolerance to know what you're going to offer for someone that would give you a lead or close a deal for you or whatever it is, determinative upon what your project or what business development you're looking for, or charity or education, whatever it may be. Be prepared through your timing and risk tolerance to offer what's fair and equitable in your mind. Now, here's another nuance. People ask, well, what do I ask for? Well, first, if you know your timing and risk tolerance, you should have some indication of what you want. But when you ask, you should have two things in mind, determine what's synergistic supplementary to that timing and risk tolerance. One is perceived value. So if I'm asking, hey, do you know one can help me? I'm stepping on stages again in person. Do you know one that can help me? I'm willing to give you this, You know, let's say I say 10% and they say, no, I want 20%. In all negotiations, I teach and have taught that you only need to know two things, the perceived value, which is I'll give you 10% and the bottom line, which is 20%. Knowing full heartedly that the more that you pay or the more someone pays you, the more apt you are to promote and actively campaign for or seek opportunities because everyone does a quantitative value analysis of and motivated and inspired by we're going to spend our time and prioritize by who we can make the most money with help the most and have the most fun with. And so I'm very quantitative and pragmatic about making sure that my memorialized process, my overlap agreement, has the most out there to give and that it's well worth their while. If you can make $20,000 by referring the speaking engagement to me, I will be first on your list. And so know your timing and risk tolerance but also go into this understanding every day of memorializing the value that you could provide and the value that you could exceed by knowing not only the perceived value of what you're asking for but what your bottom line is and be able to articulate to the person look you know i'll do that deal at that price but it's not going to motivate me as much as if you double it Because I really know a lot of people can really help you, can you see any reason you won't want to double that finder's fee or that Commission or whatever else that you've understood is of value to you, one man's trash is another man's treasure. Utilizing the overlap agreement allows you to get into the practice of asking. It gets you into the practice of clearing the interference between you and what you already are happy, healthy, wealthy, and worthy, and living in a world of more than enough of everything for everyone. I laughed today because so many people are telling me that they're overwhelmed and I'll go, you're blessed. They're like, what are you talking about? I'm stressed. I said, no, you're blessed. You're not stressed when you're overwhelmed. You're blessed. Overwhelmed is an indication that you live in abundance, that you are and have too much opportunity, too many options, your problem is prioritization. Your uh, your your problem in being overwhelmed where you feel that is punishing uh, promotion, where you feel like it's causing stress not being blessed is that you don't know how to prioritize. The overlap agreement allows you to prioritize what's most important to you from the activity you get paid for, or the activity you don't get paid for. Determined upon three aspects of making a lot of money, helping a lot of people and having a lot of fun. That's how I prioritize my overlap agreements. when I have differing opportunities, I go by what makes the most money, helps the most people, and who I have the most fun with, who I like the most. All of these agreements are just a memorialization of the interaction of being of service or value and asking for service and value of others codifying it and repositing it in a system that makes me efficient, effective and statistically successful, creating seven figures of income for others, as well as eight figures of income for me. Instead of living in blame, shame, justification, feeling resentful and offensive because people didn't think of me or gave me no credit for helping them. When, to be honest, they did the majority of the work and would have been happy to pay me for very little work to introduce them to the millions of dollars that they raised or to clients for their dentist chair or for financial services or planning or whatever it may be. Selling a suite at a stadium. So many different situations that have occurred because I've made a practice of asking in person, on the phone, via email and traditional social media. How do we get started before we start taking some Q&A? So if you haven't put your questions in, I will take them. If I don't get to them, just email them to me, david at dmelter.com. If you want the overlap agreement uh, and the overlap process, the exercises and guides on this, just email me, david at dmelter.com. I'll send them to you. Uh, And so please, uh, But how do we get started? A lot of people miss this step. Well, number one, coherence always is a great way to get started remembering what to do and doing it um i set the bar low when i get started you may want to take one uh, a day and say to myself i'm going to create one overlap agreement a day either in person on the phone via email traditional or social media i'm to try this out and do one a day even at one a day you'll have 365 by the end of this year 365 people that you're referring business to, or they're referring business to, you're providing value or service to, they're providing value or service to you, and you are not only memorializing it, remembering it, but doing it and monetizing it. You could see how the numbers add up, even if all of them on average, you have a $10 gain from each of them at 365 by simply putting in your attention and intention of creating one overlap agreement a day, Still three thousand six hundred and fifty dollars a year over ten years it's thirty six thousand dollars. It's a nice vacation simply by being of service or value and asking for service or value as well, creating a thriving you know if each of those people tell one people and it continues to grow. see you remember if you do it every day it's thirty six for the first year, but it's 7,200 in the second, it's 10,000 in the third. So, you know, it's far more than 36,000. And I forgot the exponentiality and aggregate effect. This can change your life. Stop feeling resentful and offended because you are too afraid to memorialize and ask for monetization or value from what you're already doing and ask for help yourself to drive more business. I am completely confident that I can teach people through this. I could teach people for free to do this, to make seven figures a year instead of calling yourself a networker. Well, what do you do? I'm a connector. I'm the connector. You know how many people have told me? I'm the connector. I was like, oh, have you ever seen the overlap agreement? No. How many connector agreements do you have? Well, they're all binding, you know, you got signed an NDA and blah, blah, blah. Please. I got thousands and I do a simple search and outlook in order to facilitate seven figures to eight figures of revenue for myself and others. Quit being a connector and simply be of service or value and learn to utilize the overlap agreement in this process in order to effectuate memorialization and monetization to create abundance in your life and others. Be of service and of value. Be kind to your future self. Utilize this to do good deeds and help others and help yourself please email me david at dmelter.com.